I mean, I think majority of us guys have been pretty sex positive most of the time, like, which, I mean, crap, we would sleep with anything that gives us attention, honestly. In fact, it's why sometimes we go for uglier chicks. Gosh, someone's gonna kill me for that comment. Welcome back to the Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar. And before we move right into content in which I will be discussing some meme terminology and we'll go over through an article from the Thought Catalog, which is apparently about settling for less, but we'll look at it much later here. Okay, so I want you to tell me a story about a time you had a jealous boyfriend confrontation before because I almost damn near had one. Now, come to find out, I opened the message. It wasn't that guy. It was someone completely different. But this kind of drew my attention and was like, you know, if this person really did find out about this, I could see why he would get jealous. So essentially what ended up happening is after a night of partying, I ended up spending the night at this chick's place along with two other people. And then we all had to wake up the next day to go get our vehicles and all that. And she had some vehicle problems, right? So to compensate for that, she decided and said, you know what, let's just go to breakfast. It's on me and all that mess. So she took me to breakfast at some fast food place. We sat down, ate, and she paid for the breakfast, which, I mean, it's totally cool. It's 2019, right? So what I'm trying to say is I essentially spent the whole day with this girl. Now, this girl happens to have a boyfriend. And, well, let's just say if her boyfriend found out about this, I mean, I guess the only reason why I would see that he would get jealous or at least he'll get concerned is just due to the fact that, okay, maybe there is an opportunity for me to kind of just, you know, make some moves and all of a sudden pick me over her. But that really was not the case. Like, honestly, we were just like hungover. We just needed some food. And yeah, that pretty much was it. There really was not anything special about that so yeah just let me know of any situations in which you happen to well spend a certain amount of time with a person whether it be a guy or girl and maybe their significant other confronted you online or in person and pretty much was a bit jealous about the situation go ahead and dm me that on instagram and you can find my instagram on the podcast description If you want to be a part of the Bromar Show, if you want to co-host or be a guest, DM me on Instagram, in which you can find my Instagram handle on the description of the podcast. The reason why I place it there is because it tends to change from time to time, even though I shouldn't really do that with my Instagram handle. I just want to let you know that you can find it there in case it changes. So again, if you are interested in being part of the Bromar Show, whether you want to be a co-host or you want to be a guest, you can DM me at Instagram. Okay, so it's time for us to discuss some meme terminology in I guess by this time, it's going to be pretty outdated, but I just wanted to define that here just in case for referencing and to see just how memes work or operate. We're going to start off with the first one, which is dank. Now, I'm not sure if you heard of the term dank kush or whatever, but essentially what dank stands for 
just think about how, oh, that's some dank kush. What does it necessarily mean when kush is dank? Well, first of all, it's pretty potent. Like you can smell it. Along with that, you think the smell pretty much lingers around for quite a while. And that's essentially what a dank meme is, is a meme that is not only potent, but it's guaranteed to linger around for quite some time. For example, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, the You have the, of course, the Drake meme format, in which, I mean, it's dying down a little bit. The Pikachu one, that one should have been dead a long time ago, but people are still using that. The best one that I can think of is, of course, the 420 and 69 memes, like whenever they just happen to be just some random numbers on a computer screen just showing up. It's like 420, like 4 minutes and 20 seconds with 69 milliseconds. Like that's that's pretty much a guaranteed dank meme because numbers like 420 and 69 will always be childish and humorous. And that honestly is the point of that. Now this next term, it's probably dying down by now. But this one known as yeet is basically when you just toss or throw something with this amount of force not necessarily out of anger but it's just like you just have it there and you just want to do it like for example i just yeeted this baby across the hall <laughs> really horrible thing to think about and laugh about but i mean if you picture it it's kind of hilarious keyword kind of and these are more into like the specific terms and kind of more in depth so normie I'm going to actually use the help of Urban Dictionary for this. So normie, it's basically a state of being. And according to Urban Dictionary, being a normie is someone who is not up to date to the hottest memes and or uses references to old memes that they think they're funny. Even though it's a dead meme and usually people with the name Kyle, Amy, and Tiana and more are normies. For example, Amy is a normie because she thinks Ugandan Knuckles is still funny. She's being a normie in that situation. And the thing about normies, at least what I noticed, is majority of them tend to be Democrat or on the left. Their political leaning is on the left. And the thing about that is a lot of them get crap for just them not being funny and just using outdated stuff. And most of the time they try to put some wholesome memes in which the thing about wholesome memes, my opinion, you just have to have a really, really good creative level for that because we just live in such horrible times that the only way to cope with it is to just laugh at it. Like it's, it's kind of sad <laughs> as I continue to laugh about it. But essentially, yeah, normies are usually referred to them taking the political party of the left. And we're going to talk about now the edgelords. Now the edgelords... These are people that just like to push things out of boundaries. If you think about an edge, like the edge of a table or the edge of a blade, it's just centimeters away from just cutting right through something or just falling down. But whole point is it's centimeters from some type of destruction, catastrophe, or impact. And edgelords or edgy people tend to have a very sick sense of humor. Some of it is funny. Some of it, it's like, come on now, you can't do that. But the edgelords, again, they are, I mean, think of the word edge, something just that that close to some form of impact. And majority of these edgelords are like affiliated or referenced to as the right. 
and they refer to him as, you know, they're sexist, misogynistic, racist. But to be honest, we, majority of us don't really, don't really know 100% for sure. But yeah, it's, it's basically the opposite of being a normie. And it's, they usually do this to trigger, trigger the normies or the left just to kind of see a reaction. And sometimes it works and sometimes it's funny. Other times it's not. It's like, okay, man, come on now. Like at least put some work of art into this thing instead of just being angry about it. Now to the last term. And I think this is my personal favorite is the Chad term. And why do I think this is my personal favorite? It is because for years it has been used as a reference to, oh, these are the guys that apparently every girl wants and all this mess in which, I mean... Not wrong, it's just sometimes, I, I, like I said, I don't know why people make decisions like that, but they do. If you think about it, Chad is just your typical frat boy, or just think of your typical frat boy attitude or like persona. That's basically what it is. They use this term to reference stuff like, oh, look, this dude's radiating major Chad energy, like absolutely does not care whatsoever. And along with that, they adapted the term of Giga Chad, which is like the ultimate form of Chad anyone can be. Just chiseled abs and freaking cut and jacked and just, I don't know, I guess think Hugh Jackman, except like younger, buffer and healthier. I mean, he's still healthy. I guarantee that. But Giga Chad just, yeah, think of the ultimate form of, well, this guy gets all the shags. (laughs) So yeah, that's essentially those terms for uh, meme terminology. If you have other terms in which you would want to suggest for a meme terminology segment, you can DM me on Instagram, which you can find the Instagram handle in the podcast description and submit your word and I will try my best to kind of go over through it. And if you can define it, that's great. I'll even read through it. It makes it a lot easier for me. And yeah, that's pretty much the segment for discussing meme terminology. All right, we're going to take a look at this article called Settling Down Late is Better Than Settling Down with the Wrong Person. And this, of course, was published in the Thought Catalog, home of the best content I can use to criticize and all this mess. And again, you can take this with a grain of salt. I'm not a freaking debater or an expert about this. It's mostly for entertainment purposes. So if you get offended, well, I'm sorry, but not really. (laughs) Just I'm saying that I'm sorry, but I really am not sorry. Just out of formality, you know. The first paragraph starts off with, you don't have to settle down in your 20s. You don't have to find the love of your life while you're in high school or college. You don't have to start your love story at an early age. Right there, it just tells me. The only thing these people are concerned about, whoever's writing this article, it's about telling the love story. It's not about the commitment or the journey through the marriage and all this mess. Nope, it's just so they can tell this love story and just, yeah, it's basically attention seeking at its highest. (laughs) In bold letters, it states, it's better to wait until you are older to settle down with the right person than to commit to the wrong person while you are still young. Well, let me tell you about this. It is still possible to meet the right person at a younger age. This right here just tells me you're justifying your horrible dating decisions in your younger years. Honestly, you can still find the right person when you're younger. Like, it's possible. I mean, I get it. We live in a world where we should be sex positive and all this mess. It's just that sometimes I feel like people just pick and choose what they should be sex positive about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think majority of us guys have been pretty sex positive most of the time. Like, which, I mean, 
crap, we would sleep with anything that gives us attention, honestly. In fact, it's why sometimes we go for uglier chicks. Gosh, someone's gonna kill me for that comment. <laughs> if you have only dated toxic people in the past, then you should not feel bad about being single. You should be proud of yourself for holding out for someone better. You should be happy you decided not to settle. Oh, this... Well, after three or four people that gave the same exact red flags from the person that was super toxic the first time, I feel like from there, you kind of should start to feel bad about being single because then now that's a personal choice. How is that holding out for someone better when you kept dating toxic people here in and here out? Like the quote there just doesn't make sense. There's nothing embarrassing about being single in your 20s. There isn't, honestly. You can use this time to find yourself, to advance your career, even use it to date the wrong people and learn their lessons about love. Like I said, after three people, that's when we're like, okay, like now it's a you problem. There's no real saying you should be settled down by now. There really isn't. I mean, society can be messed up and they can pressure you into, well, settling down early because that's just how society is. And you can do two things. You ignore society or you follow through with it. Whoop, sound like the freaking Joker here, gosh. Even though everyone in your age group is starting to post pictures of their engagement, wedding dresses, and sonograms, you should not feel like you are falling behind. It's better to do something right than do it quickly. Most people aren't lucky enough to meet their soulmate at a young age, and most people are meant to look for a little while longer. Okay, well, we got a couple things here to kind of break down. So the thing is, I get it, you know, I have friends here that had gotten married and are having kids and whatnot. Couple things are gonna happen. One is they're gonna minimize their time of me hanging out with them or they're gonna cut me off completely, which it's totally fine because at that point, there's like a change in beliefs. You know, like someone who's married and has kids has to kind of accustom to those responsibilities. So I'm totally cool if they cut me off or limit their time of them hanging out with me because now they have different responsibilities than what I do. So I'm like, I'm totally cool if, you know, they're showing off their engagement and wedding dresses. Like, I mean, congratulations, happy for them. And it's, it's just part of life. Like they're gonna change a little bit to adapt to their responsibilities in a marriage or being a parent. And me as a single person, of course, I still am going to do single things like going out and partying and getting drunk or just traveling all together, having to not deal with any of the responsibilities in regards to being a parent or being a spouse. So yes, they're gonna limit my time or cut me off because that will interfere and create some conflict. And just to avoid that and kind of make it easier, that's pretty much going to happen. So. They can do that. I'm totally fine with that. Most people aren't lucky enough to meet their soulmate at a young age. Here's the thing about soulmates. That that tells me that in order for you to be 100% yourself is that you need to be dependent on someone. And we already know in 2019, women like to be young and independent and without the need of a man. So I think that should kind of go away now. The whole entire soulmate thing. And the way I view this whole entire finding someone is well this person has to be complimentary to you for example let's just say you don't like pickles but the person you're seeing or the person you're with currently she does or he does and this person will pick the pickles off your burger and eat them and you're like oh great well i guess no food goes away so it, it kind of works out or let's just say well you have this you no know, meal and all you want to eat is a burger 
but your spouse or your significant other here wants to eat the fries but you don't want the fries she doesn't want the burger but she wants the fries so yeah like it's complimentary like it's the yin to the yang you know what i'm saying that's essentially what i think people should look in a partner is if it's complimentary i'm not saying be 100% different but i'm not saying be 100% the same just compliments each other you get you get the idea Settling down late is better than settling down with the wrong person. So take your time, remain patient, don't convince yourself you should be married. Homeowners by a certain age, there isn't a set timeline. If you aren't ready for marriage quite yet, take your relationship one step at a time. Don't rush yourselves. Okay, that's good advice. If your relationship is meant to last forever, your person won't be going anywhere, regardless of whether your names are written on a marriage certificate. All the way it's stated, seems like a torture to me. It says, don't let society convince you to move faster than you are comfortable moving. Don't let society pressure you into getting married with the first person you find, etc. All this mess, yada, yada, yada. You're right. But remember, it is important to find the right partner. It really is. So get to know the person first. Instead of just throwing that throwing that kitty around like, um, I don't know. What's something that's free? Uh, I mean, we're in, the, we're in the US. I can't think of anything that's free. Everything costs here. <laughs> So yeah, it goes into detail. Well, you should only get married because you love the person, yada, yada, yada. And you cannot imagine your future without this person. So until you find someone who's worthy of your love, you should stay single and you should hold out for the right relationship. Promise yourself you would settle down with the right person. And just because everyone around you is settling down does not mean it's time for you to do the same. Wait until your forever person comes along, even if it takes years, even if it takes a lifetime. Ooh, I don't... (laughs) Okay, so... Yeah, I guess, first of all, forever person sounds like torture. Like you're not going to be happy spending time forever with this person. Like That sounds like you're just doing that just so you won't be alone. And which can be pretty dangerous. It says, even if it takes years, even if it takes a lifetime. Okay, well, here's one thing I want to see if that's going to be the case. No more complaining about how there are no good guys out there or that guys don't want to commit and all this mess like i get it yeah we, we're not shit, all right but like we, we we accept that as our reality we accept that you know we're we're d-bags okay i see what they're trying to say but they also have to put a couple things in mind like maybe think a little bit don't let uh don't let your wiener or vagina do the thinking that's what i'm trying to say or emotions I mean, emotions are important, but just don't let it be the basis of your decision making. That's all I have to say. So thank you for listening. And you can follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play or Spotify. And you can DM me some suggestions on Instagram. You can find the Instagram handle on my podcast description. And thanks again for listening. And until next time. Next time on the Bromar Show, I will be reading through some of the DMs you have sent on Instagram in regards to where have all the good man gone subreddit episode and along with that i will be going through an article that well pertains to high body counts and let's see if we can debunk and get some information from it so that'll be happening next time on the bromar show